Welcome to another episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. Alongside of me is my co-host, Steve. If you want to follow the show on social media, our Twitter and Instagram handles are at bottomline underscore pod. All right, welcome to episode 60 of the Bottom Line Podcast. Today we have two special guests uh, on the show, along with me and Steve, we got our boy Donkey, uh, recurring guest Donkey, and we yeah. welcome on from Barstool Sports, the wanton to- Don, Donnie himself. What's up, man? Hey, how are you? Good, I'm up in it again. It feels weird that I'm also a guest with the wanton Don when I'm fucking nothing. And you're just fucking the man. <laughs> like, and you shouldn't have introduced it like that. Like, you should have said, we have the wonton Don, and Donkey's here normally. That's how it should have went. Well, we're, well, you're a great friend of the show, too, Donkey. Donnie, uh, we know you're a busy guy. Thank you very much for taking some time here. Um, uh, I'm super excited to talk to you. So they're big stoolies. We thought we spoke a little bit before the pod. Um, I'm not a big stoolie, and for somehow, some way, you still were able to pop up on my radar. It was unbelievable. Um, I would say maybe a year ago when um, when you did the uh, the for the football team. I think it was in Japan or China. Um, I love that stuff. That was so. Cool. He has a ring. You have a ring. Is I that- have a Super Bowl ring. That's probably the piece of content I'm like the most proud of. Really, it's like the. Made a documentary, and I had no idea how it was gonna like how it was gonna work out at all. But yeah, I ended with a ring. I scored my first touchdown of my life. <laughs> you so, shit yourself too. That's so. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yep. We've all been there. We've all, we've all my ourselves. We've all been there. That that's so cool because um, basically the what I wanted to get into with you is like looking at your content over the past. 48 hours since I knew that we were going to get this conversation together. Um, I feel like the generally speaking, the biggest thing that, um, that, that I was able to see across all of it is that you have an unbelievable, and now I don't know if you're comfortable with doing this stuff, but you have an unbelievable way of kind of stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit and being able to create content and not only to do it, but you look very natural and, and it almost seems very easy going to you. Um, I believe I saw something where you were getting like, shaved by a street barber, and it's great. <laughs> for me, it would, be very, yeah, it would be very uncomfortable. So for a second, can you just like kind of talk about that a little bit and how the um, opportunity at bar school that maybe forced you to do that? I'm not sure what it is, but kind of because I think it's amazing how you can do all this awesome stuff. I mean, I feel like I thrive outside of my comfort zone. But uh, the main reason I want to do this type of content is, like, because once I had traveled a bit, you know, a lot of people that you think are so exotic, so different from us, you soon learn, like, you know, they're just people. They aren't that different, and, like, they like the same things that we like. So I thought it'd be cool if I kind of went to super exotic places but kind of just acted the same way I would act, like, around friends back in Massachusetts and show people, like, you know what, you actually can do that because people are people they are going to laugh at some of the same jokes. Um, I mean, especially with China. A lot of people in China is just, like, really scary place that is trying to take <laughs> over the U.S. And, I mean, maybe at, like, the higher levels of the government, that's true. I have no idea. <laughs> but when you're just interacting with, like, the everyday people there, you know, they're just people. Right. And uh, 
you brought up such a great point too. Because, uh, I did a um, I did a, <clears throat> a little bit of diving into your stuff, and I kind of compared it to like what's out there right now. And uh, one of the cool things about you is that like in a world on social media that uh, that when people go into, I see a trend of when American people. Um, that have YouTube platforms or any time type of social media platform, they go into um, foreign places or places that people maybe not be educated about. They kind of act a fool. We see uh, we see it a lot in like uh, and I go back to Japan and China, um, where like uh, I forgot who it was. <clears throat> I think it was one of the Paul brothers. Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Logan Paul. So he had he had a big yeah. problem there, and I feel like that's a reoccurring thing where uh, where um, it's not it's not being treated the way that you're treating it you're treating it exactly how you said you, you could have said it better but it's just a more or less of and enjoying these people for like them just being people like us which is just so awesome um you, you did and yeah i mean like i i definitely do do crazy shit abroad but right. try to make the joke come back on me instead of it's just like me making fun of foreigners of course it works out like yeah. that. Like it's more you're the yeah. butt end of the joke, which is what the stoolies fucking love. Right. It's right. hysterical. Like you're just a guy in a foreign land and everyone fucking loves it. Right. Yeah. No. It was just me walking around making fun of Chinese people. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what, what people would uh, know how to make it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a great point. So uh, you kind of you kind of touched upon uh, the football experience being one of your proudest moments. Uh, can you maybe go through one of your not so proud moments while working, and then maybe another uh, achievement or something that you look back on that you really enjoyed and you're proud of? Hmm. Yeah, I can probably think of something. Um, what did I do? I mean, I used to do some absurd shit that I probably wouldn't do now. Like, I found that there was a place called Boston Donuts and Coffees. Uh, Boston Donuts and Coffee in this Chinese city called Chongqing. <laughs> and I just kind of, like, showed up and just walked behind the counter and just started to work there. It's so, like, all the employees, I kind of knew, like, China was such a crazy place that they would just be confused and wouldn't, like, the cops. But I can tell, like, yeah, that was one of my really old videos. But I can tell I put them in, like, a really awkward situation. But Chinese people are very non-confrontational, so they just didn't do anything, like, didn't do anything about it. But I was just hammered, just, like, serving people donuts, like, trying Did to you get paid? make people happy. <laughs> no, I, I didn't get paid. This is just, I kind of just worked there for, like, a day. But everyone there, I was, they definitely felt super awkward, but they're like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. This has never happened before. Kind of like a random point guy just comes behind and starts working here. <laughs> so I guess I felt, I felt like a little bad about that, but that's just when I was a little bit younger, a little bit drunker. Right. But, uh, <laughs> I feel like in the same situation, if you were in the Dunkin' Donuts here, and just some random person got me on the counter and started serving, you'd probably have the same reaction. Yeah, but I feel like, no, if someone did that in the U.S., though, like, the cops would just get called immediately, <laughs> like, that person would get arrested, but, uh, yeah, I don't even think they ever called the cops, they were like, I just, we're gonna, I guess we're just gonna let this guy work here. They were happy you were, you were working for them. Maybe, <laughs> they were just <laughs> like, they're the same. It's, it's free payroll. So you, uh, so, Donnie, you arguably have 
uh, what a lot of people across uh, America and especially in the Northeast might seem as the dream job where you get paid to travel around the world, create amazing content and be yourself. What's like one of the biggest things that you've learned through this process? Like you said, you grew a lot through it, but like, what do you think um, maybe like from just creating content or being a professional in general, or just you as a person, what was like some of the biggest pulls away from doing what you'd say really honestly it's just like really cool job you know you, you get to do awesome stuff you get to interact with amazing people um so what what was your what are, you, what are some big takeaways for you um so i mean yeah now obviously i'm getting paid to do these videos which is awesome but you know for the first like five years i was making them i never really made any money off it. Mm -hmm. so it was more something i just had to do in my spare time um but i like as long as it's something you enjoy doing you'll keep on you'll keep on doing it mm -hmm. um i think a valuable skill is just to be able to kind of learn how to put out content myself too because when i first started making videos you know i didn't know how to do any of the editing i didn't really know how to do any of the filming so i mean like if there's a video i wanted to make i couldn't make it unless i had like a few other friends who wanted to help Right. And he wanted to help him. Yeah, that wasn't at the point. Yeah. But um, I think just like learning, if you can learn like everything needed to make a video, then you're not like, like relying on someone. And like, even if you're doing it alone, you can still be putting out some content. So I think it was like valuable to kind of like finally take the reins because then like the only person, the video comes out poor, then the only person you have to blame is yourself. Uh, which is solid. But, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't always know it was going to work out like this, but I guess it's just good to have like some faith in that. Like if you enjoy what you're doing, then I guess it doesn't really matter as much. Like if it like works out perfectly or not. Right. Steve, right. Steve, can I ask a question that actually relates really to what Donnie just said? No, go ahead. Because basically I'm just going to throw it to you guys. Uh, so some of the Barstool stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. Donnie, what did it actually feel like being picked up by Barstool? Because it seems like you were planning to try and do that with everything you're doing. Like, how, how great did it feel when you got a, like, call from El Prez or whoever saying you're with Barstool? It was awesome because it, it was kind of like a year-long process. Like, they would share some of my videos. They would be like, maybe you can make some content for us. And then El Prez just wouldn't respond to emails for a few months. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Even when he said, like, I went in for Barstool Idol, and he was like, uh, yeah, you can work here, and was like, you don't have to do the whole competition. I was pumped, but I was so pumped that I was like, all right, sweet, and I just left the office without, like, signing anything. And then, like, <laughs> and then I, like, stopped responding to emails again for, like, a month. So I was like, oh, fuck, did I just, like, get a job and then forget to put pen to paper? And, like, <laughs> now it's not real? So there was like a month there where I was like, fuck, I really hope like this is legit. And like finally he got back to me with just like a one sentence email that was like, yeah, you can work. You're hired. <laughs> You're hired. Yeah. He's uh, like, he, he's a very hands off guy. Yeah. yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> That's awesome. But a very smart man. Yes. <laughs> very smart man. How, yeah. how is it? How is it? How is that I mean, relationship? He he, um, I mean, it, it's awesome that. I think like this is the only job out there where I, where I would have so much freedom to go and like film what I want. Like I don't have to run by like video ideas by him. Kind of just like if I have an idea, I can go and do it. 
And I think if I was working anywhere else, you know, I'd have to go through like a bunch of like approval processes, which is great. You um, mean you mean you can throw you and a coworker just doing MDMA at a rugby tournament and shine up on there, and it's not a big deal. Yeah, well, I don't think I would phrase it like that. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, teach people about rugby, and then if the MDMA comes in play, so be it. Oh, I love the punch. Uh, the punch was so great. But, it was so warranted. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, I, but it was a very weak punch, so I'm shocked I didn't get the shit beaten out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's how, true. Did, how did PFT fare? I was just watching the episode where he was talking about it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know he was going to come until like a, a day before he came. Yeah. But he ended up handling himself well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he was, he was whacked off. The MDMA, but uh, <laughs> he, he recovered well. Uh, I didn't have to babysit too much. That's good. And and he made it out alive. A lot of piss. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I would say, I, I mean, Dave probably knows very little about, like, the content I do. I think, like, when he hires someone, he, like, at first he kind of, like, makes sure that they're putting out solid content. But then if he, like, knows that you are, then – he probably hasn't like watched one of my videos in like a few years. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I remember because uh, I don't know if you guys remember when Leandro Ball uh, shoplifted from China. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's what I thought that. Steve was talking about earlier. That's what I thought you meant. Oh, you right. Someone, oh, yeah. It was it was him, not you. Said someone else, right? It was it was no. Paul. Logan Paul got in some like deep water for doing some the suicide videos in Japan. Yeah, but this was Lanzo Ball just like he shoplifted from a Louis Vuitton yes. China. And uh, I remember <laughs> El Prez was like so confused. He was like, wait, China has a Louis Vuitton? I thought I thought they were communists. Like <laughs> <laughs> that big brain. Oh man. Yeah. And, and I guess, I guess that, uh, I guess, you know, that relationship kind of goes hand in hand because, like you were saying before, you enjoy the fact that you could work freely, and obviously, it, there's some credit that goes to you too. You know, you're very, you're professional and you're funny and you make great content, but you're still very professional. So I'm sure that uh, that he can, um, that he sees that in you. So you, I'm sure that helps that relationship a lot as well. Um, because as much room as he's giving you, like you're saying, and, and like you don't have to run too much by him, you're also doing a fucking fantastic job. So that helps. <laughs> Thanks, man. What, uh, what else, Donkey? Oh, yeah. So I, I got a few things I want to run through. Uh, this is Stoolie questions now, which I know the Stoolies would love to hear. Is that the last we'll see of Jamal? Hopefully not. Um, good, good. So, yeah, I think, I think, like, I don't think we're going to get Jamal to the U.S. because he applied for visa and it got and, yeah, denied. Go <laughs> um, but hopefully I go to, like, another country in Central Asia and, like, he can be my guide again out there. All right, cool. Yeah, and what most people don't know is how this got set up is we kind of have a mutual friend being John Kilmer, yep. who is a reoccurring guest on this show. Um, he yeah. said he did a video for you. When you were younger, what what yeah, video was it? We've done like oh, actually, three he told videos. me what to ask you. Hold hold on, hold on. Okay, where is it? Okay, yeah. So you have a song called "True Bro." It's the biggest hit in two thousand and eight. Can you tell me about "True Bro"? 
Yes. Um, that was a music video. I think like some of the first videos I ever made were with John Kilmer. That's awesome. Um, uh, and True Bro, I think he came to me. He wanted to make a music video kind of just making like a, a, a parody of the bro lifestyle. Uh, and it was like really easy beat. And then we both just wore like five polos and talked about the most like bro-y things ever. Yeah, and we had a, like a full music video for it. I think he eventually wiped it off the internet. I was gonna but, say, is that on YouTube? Where is that? I need to see this now. It was on. It was on YouTube forever. And like, I had some friends that like randomly loved it, and they would always be up to like, "Yo, I can't find it on YouTube anymore." And I, I think Kilmer like may have taken off the internet, so you'll have to ask him. I, I don't. I don't blame him because one of my most famous videos is me sucking my best friend's dick. So I want to get that off YouTube. So I understand why he got that off there. Um, what's yeah. up with Billy Tibbetts, man? I know Billy oh, Tibbetts. Fuck. Holy shit, you are fucking just engorged with him, huh? I just love the videos. That, that He's guy a is psycho. electric. Yeah, you know, he is a psychopath. I don't think he's like a role model, someone that people should look up to. But if, if you're trying to be very entertained for hours, you just you should go to William Tibbetts' Facebook page and he just posts these videos like every like every hour, just going on these rants about the town of Sidwick. Oh, it's it's fucking electric. Yeah, like I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, town selectman meeting, but I those things are usually the most boring things on earth, but. Mm-hmm. Until Billy Tibbetts steps in. Yeah, and so he steps in, and then you're just like on the edge of your seat the whole time. Oh, my God, yeah. Are, that, are you that from Situate, Donnie? Uh, no, but I'm from the South Shore, so oh. I'm like, you know, I'm like I know the area pretty well. Yeah. So is that why you were at a Taco Bell last night, enjoying <laughs> the Bruins win? Yes. That my first time watching it from Taco Bell in the U.S., um, I'm a little bit worried I wouldn't be able to get drunk at a Taco Bell to watch the Bruins game. Because, uh, like, out in China, they sell booze at Taco Bells. But it turns out they just, uh, they just opened up some Taco Bell cantinas in New York where you can grab booze. And uh, they didn't care that I was there watching the game and filming. And it oh, ended up working out. So I've, now, I've never seen a, a Boston team lose from, from a Taco Bell. Okay, so we're going to Taco Bell Wednesday. Yep. Pinky Gins. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pinky Gins <laughs> might be my favorite thing you've ever said. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, Steve, that's that's. They didn't fucking... have the, the Pinky Gins, the one in New York, though, unfortunately. That's That stinks. Uh, we'll also sink Big Poppy, by the way, as all Boston fans. What oh, the yeah. fuck is up with that? Yeah, I know. Crazy he, he's coming back. He's going to be fine. But I just had to bring up Big Poppy. It's, it's just always something scary. Place. Yeah, it's always something scary when you hear about, uh, about celebrities in these situations. Or really, I mean, this happens all over the place, and it only gets highlighted when it happens to a celebrity. But um, obviously, we put these people on pedestals because they've done so much in their career. So we hate to see them go out like that. That'd be really and he he's like a god down there too. So it's like. It, it's yeah. re- it's really here, yeah. Well, here and down there in the Dominican, like oh, true, true. You know what I mean? It's, it's just craziness. So yeah. but, yeah, that was kind of what happened with Nipsey Hussle too. Like he was a god in his hood uh, right. back in Compton. That's right. That was, it was someone from there who ran up and killed him. It's right. the it's the truth, you know. 
I guess I guess you can't you can never be too comfortable. So we spent some uh, some good time talking about um, what you've done over your career and how you've kind of built this name uh, for yourself. Uh, Donkey's showing his no. No, I crossed off everything I wanted to ask. I'm fucking pumped. I'm fucking pumped. Yeah, he was worried he wouldn't even get to that whole list. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's next for Donnie? What are you up to now? Like, uh, how do you spend your time now? What are you creating on, or, or uh, what do you have going forward? Uh, so I'm back in New York for the summer. I have a backlog of videos that I filmed abroad uh, that will last me for maybe three weeks. But then I'm going to just be filming some things around New York and planning future trips for the end of the summer. But it's just, it's nice to get back. I think one of the best things about working for Barstool is that I get to like, it's a U.S. based, it's a U.S. based company. So before I worked for Barstool and I was living in China, I was only able to come home for like a couple weeks at a time. But the fact that I can be back for, three months. Uh, most weekends, I'll be going up to Massachusetts, uh, seeing friends and family. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, trips that I really want to do next year is I really want to go to India. At some point, oh, that'd be that so be, sick. That'd be a content factory. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, that'd be so sick. Yeah. That train with all those oh, people. Yeah. Dude, that, it, like, that picture in my head is fucking gold right there. Gold. Yep, exactly. Okay, I'll to, perfect. I'll have to give you some credit when that happens. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> and then I might be going to Zimbabwe at some point with Za. Oh. Uh, he was at Barstool, and he's invited me out there. Nice. That that's so that's that's really. I'll cool. be dope. Yeah. Um. Again, Donnie. Uh, I love all the content. Wow, we got anything else? Yeah, how's your boy Jim? Are you gonna go get to get, go see him oh, down in Phoenix? Oh, the Shock Tank, Jim. Yeah, I, so when I finally got the interview with him, uh, we got along pretty well, and he was like, "Hey, over the summer, if you want to come hang out?" Because he's originally from upstate New York, I think, mm-hmm. near uh, Saratoga, like near the racetrack. He invited me. I haven't talked to him in a while, but he does like my Instagram photos now. Not a big deal. Oh, there you go. No, you dropped that. He he, he likes your Instagram photos. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. I'd take that. Um, but I don't think he'll be – I think he's still on the Suns, right? Yeah, I think he signed a contract yeah. with them, right? Yeah, it's like a two-year contract. So yeah. hopefully he gets more minutes with them that year and gets like a chance to prove himself. Uh, and hopefully the Sharks – Draft uh, a new hero. That, yeah, yeah. That I either, either way, over. either way, fuck the ducks. Or you could just As take. You know. uh, oh, of course. You could just ducks. convince uh, R.J. Hampton to get off the New Zealand Breakers and come to uh, Shanghai instead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although if he is playing in New Zealand, I'd be, it'd be fun to go there for a basketball game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You should go that'd to Big Cat's content. team. You should go to Big Cat's team. Yeah, bring Big Cat and PFT down there and the whole gang. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Donkey, how did you get linked up with Kilmer? So are you in the movie that he's putting out? <laughs> oh, man, this is uh, – yeah. So this – well, there's a podcast about it, Donnie, if you want to listen to it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Kilmer, I fucking DM'd. I showed him that video of me and my friend fake sucking each other's dick in the woods. Fake um, allegedly. It was a snake bite. It was a snake I bite. I thought you were actually joking about that Oh, oh no, no, it's real too. I thought it was a joke, but I first heard it too. It's yep. very real. Camera angles. It's all it's all camera angles. Um, 
Donnie knows what I'm talking about. You guys don't. So, uh, yeah, I did that. I sent it to him, and he was like, I have a role for you in my movie. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, I'm in. I'll do it. And uh, Kilmer worked really hard, really hard in that fucking film, and we're in some fucking festivals right now, but uh, it's good. July, July 3rd and 4th weekend. Actually, if you're not doing anything, I'll be down at Kilmer's, West Dennis. Let's fucking get it. Let's have some sauce. Oh, nice. Because yeah, as you know, I might be down in that area. Yeah, as you know, half the time I talked to you through DMs, I was blackout drunk. So I'm <laughs> glad we actually got to do this. Donnie was literally like, we've had this conversation before, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, fuck. God damn yeah, it. Well, it's, the, it's the perks of working with Donkey. Yes, yes. Perks and downfall, some would say. Yeah. <laughs> I know you wanted to ask about the prostitute that I brought to a Shanghai Sharks game. Yeah, yeah. can we talk about that? We can talk about it because, unfortunately, she was not a real prostitute. Yeah, it was a fake finger, was, right? It was a fake finger. Um, well, it was a real finger. I didn't have a finger actually going inside her at the game. Um, <laughs> but, so you just uh, – yeah, no, OTP. So she was like a – she was a dancer just like in Shanghai that I knew. And I was like, you need to pretend to be a prostitute and do a Sharks game with me. Um, <laughs> was that, yeah, like, a few other girls, and they're like, I would, love to be, I would love to be in your video. And I was like, all right, you have to, you have to be a prostitute. And <laughs> you like, have to fake a finger. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. By the way, three beers and a Fanta is fucking hysterical. I, that, that'll go down yeah. all time t-shirt three beers and a fanta actually can yeah. I ask one no, more it, question it yeah. about someone we didn't mention how how did you find uh, Donnie 2 Chef Donnie hmm. oh um I ran into him at the Winter Olympics actually um and so I was there and he was taking a semester off of school and he was just like traveling Asia I think he was like working a few small job somewhere but we just linked up and hung and hung out at the olympics and uh at that point i was looking for an intern but not for a summer intern i was looking for someone who could help me out in in the spring and he was like well i'm just kind of you know traveling aimlessly through asia right now like um i would be available to help you out for a month uh and so at first i was a little worried because i was like oh if i have to babysit a college kid in china yeah that's gonna be wrong but Plus, he, really he looks have like a lot of travel. Yeah. yeah. So I was a little worried. I was like, this is like, it's going to be more trouble than it's worth. But, um, like, I had said yes probably when I was drunk. So, uh, <laughs> been there. He came out been there for a month. That. And, uh, yeah, he ended, up, he ended up being pretty low maintenance. He ended up handling it well. Um, you know, I definitely needed some sort of help because for a while, when I first started working at the I was doing like, Almost everything on everything my own. Everything by um, yourself, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm friends with some freelancers out there, and a few of them are really good, but, uh, you know, their full-time job isn't to help me. And at first, work, and I didn't know what my budget was, like, how often I could hire them. So I did, like, a lot of it on my own, but then it was just nice knowing like, that someone was there to help with the editing a bit and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems like he does a great job. And literally, I just crossed off my whole fucking notebook right there with that one. <laughs> it's, it's all scribbled nice. up, Donnie. Thank you, buddy. 
Awesome. Fucking great. No problem. Awesome. So before we give uh before we give Donnie his time, uh, I just want to take my shameless plug time. If you guys haven't gone and followed already, uh, please go follow my clothing brand. It's always up to something uh with underscores on both sides on Instagram. Um ironically Recently, John Kilmer has been sending out uh, links to sit watching his movie. You can find our brand of the movie. We have our uh, palm tree t-shirts in there. Um, so if you guys have been lucky enough to get that link from him, you'll see the brand. We have a bunch of other cool stuff coming out now. So uh, I'm very excited to just keep getting this stuff out. And um, just tune in if you guys aren't already. Donnie, this is when we normally just kind of give our guests the little stage to get a message across that they might want to or to uh, to just plug your stuff. I know you're a pretty uh, popular guy, so people normally know where to find you, but here's your little stage. All right. Well, uh, it's the Wonton Don on Instagram uh, and the Wonton Don on YouTube. I'm trying to actually regrow my YouTube page again because for a while, Barstool wasn't really posting videos on uh uh, YouTube, sucks. but now they are. So, I mean, all of the stories will see my videos just on the website. But if you're not a story and you still want to follow my videos, you can just subscribe to the YouTube page. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think um, to get sentimental, say, keep an open mind. You know, judge people by how they are in person, not by, like, which country they come from or whatever like that. Because there's a lot of great people and there's assholes all over the place. Hmm. Yeah, that, that translates yeah. no matter what it. nationality you are. And I don't think you're a good yeah. person or a douchebag. I don't think it can yeah. hold any. Exactly. I don't think it can hold any more weight coming from a guy like you, Donnie. I mean, shit, you've been everywhere. You've seen everything. You've done the wildest stuff. Thank you very much for taking some time to uh, to come talk to us. It really means a lot to me, and of course, these guys who. Um, probably runs a little bit deeper. Thank you, man. Um, I'll be, uh, I'm going to DM you uh, to see if I can send you a little goodie bag from my brand. But other than that, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Donnie. I appreciate it. Donnie, thanks, man. Thanks Never take me. off the shades, buddy. Never take off the shades. Oh, okay. You I gorgeous won't. motherfucker. Love it. You beautiful kid. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. You too, Donnie. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah.